Shots Fired. My name is Jacob Shots. It's Wednesday, November 30th, 2016, and I still don't have a real job. I'd tell you about what I'm currently working on, but I want to save it, so instead of talking about something that I'm making right now, I'm going to dip deep into the well and pull out one of my old, defunct projects. This one might be the simplest, most mindless project that I've done, but it was also really fun while it lasted. This is a blog called Train Noises. Trainnoises.tumblr.com was inspired when I was taking a train home for the holidays, and I heard a bunch of weird noises that the train just happened to be making at the time. It was sort of around the time that Weird Tumblr was on my radar, so I decided that I would make a Weird Tumblr blog based around the noises that trains made. The posts on this blog were a title that was just some amount of onomatopoeia, and then a bunch of tags, train noises, train sounds, that sort of thing, and then the last tag would be a longer phrase that originally was trying to be, like, Night Vale-esque. Like, oh, this is weird, but it makes you think. And I really tried to make it too creepy at the beginning. Like, the goal of the tag at the beginning was to unsettle people. And then I realized that that was kind of dark and dumb. So instead, I tried to write it as a universal feeling that is almost indescribable, but that just kind of sets you on edge. Not really creeps you out, but... When you remember that feeling, you're like, oh, hmm. I think one of the best ones to that effect was trying to get a popcorn kernel out from between your teeth with your tongue or something like that. <laughs> it was super weird and super silly, and it didn't really last for that long. I posted for maybe half a year, but it was a lot of fun, and I got a lot of people following the blog out of nowhere and a lot of people looking at it and going, what on earth is this thing? Where did it come from? Who made it? And that was pretty satisfying, so I kind of like that. The blog is still up. Train noises, all one word, no spaces, no dashes or anything. .tumblr.com. Go check it out. About halfway down the page is probably the best joke that I ever made on that blog. So, uh, <laughs> do give it a look. It was a lot of fun, and it kind of shows the early workings of me trying to make stuff on the internet. Today, I've got a Games Are Good segment for you. This game is... A mobile game, it's a phone game that I picked up, and it's the game that I've had the most time to just play and grind at over the past week or so, so I thought I'd have to mention it. It's called Atomas, or Atomas. It's the word Atom and then A-S stapled to the end of it. Atomas is a casual, simple puzzle game. There's a ring of atoms, and then one atom in the center that you're supposed to place. You can place it in between any of the existing atoms that are on the board. Eventually, you run into plus modifiers, which you can place between two atoms of the exact same type, and they will combine to form the atom of the next level. So if you have two hydrogens sitting next to each other, and you put a plus between them, they will combine and make a helium. Now, there's not actually any science that's going on with this, because you can combine two heliums and they make a lithium. It just increases by atomic number. But that simple mechanic works really well. And then there are other more complicating effects. There's a minus power-up that you can use to pull an atom out from the circle and place it somewhere else, 
or you can pull it out and then turn it into a plus. There's also like a super plus that allows you to combine any two atoms on the board of any type. And your goal here is to place all the atoms that you're being given and all of the power-ups that you're being given and then not run out of space. If you put too many atoms on the outside ring, it'll count down as you place them. And if you put too many, then you lose. This game has been really easy to pick up and then put down when I need to. It's a great little time filler, it's a great time waster, because I can just jump right into it, and then as soon as I need to go do something else, it doesn't hold my attention for long enough to distract me from anything. But when I can get in the zone, it's also really satisfying to make big combos with this. The formula is so simple that I'm impressed that I can get as much engaging gameplay out of it as I could. There's also a couple twists on the gameplay. There's a mode called Geneva Mode, which instead of giving you the plus power-ups, you get a new weird green kind of power-up that allows you to turn any atom that's already on the board into a plus for one turn. And the higher score you get, you can also unlock upgrades that will allow you to start at a later place in the game, change the percentages of what shows up for you, or get a little bonus that persists throughout the game. I found this on the Google App Store. I don't know if they have an iOS version. The developer is Cyrnic Games, S-I-R-N-I-C, and they have Atomos and Hitos for free, and then they have at least one game for sale called Gravity Blocks X. So go check them out. I think they're doing pretty good work, the style is really clean, the gameplay is fun, and it's kept me coming back, so you gotta give it a shot at least. It's a great time killer. Next up, your magic card art for the day. This one comes to you from Arnie Swakel, and the card is Croesus's Attendant. Croesus is one of a set of dragons that came out a long time ago that all embody three of the colors of magic. Croesus happens to embody blue, black, and red. The Attendants were another set of cards that were all artifact creatures that are golems, and they can sacrifice themselves to pay that specific set of mana. So you can sacrifice Croesus's Attendant, and it'll make all three colors of mana necessary to summon Croesus. Which is cute, that's a neat little effect. But the reason that I bring Croesus's Attendant to your attention is because he looks like Iron Man. This isn't me being cute. This isn't like, oh, he's got the same sort of head structure or, oh, the color scheme is the same. No, Croesus's Attendant looks like a set of Iron Man armor. It's red and gold. It's got the helmet and then the body armor is separate. It's got like this steampunky version, but it's really similar. And it has three orbs that are the colors of the mana it can make that sit exactly where the arc reactor would on a suit of Iron Man armor. Croesus's attendant looks like Iron Man, and that's not, that's not a detrimental factor. It actually looks really cool. The pose is pretty strong. The strength of it really comes from the background, because it's washed out, which makes the attendant pop in the foreground. And over the attendant's left shoulder, you can see the dragon in the distance. And so that's got a really good effect of saying, hey, this guy is showing up, his master can't be far behind. And the armor does look suitably magical, I think. It's got the big old shoulder blade. It looks almost like cloth 
in some places, but you know that it's metal. It does have sort of a early 90s or Judge Dredd sort of look to the armor. It's all shoulder pads and giant cuffs. But the inspiration from comic books, I think, works to good effect here. This looks like a metal golem because it was based on a metal suit of armor. And it does have more facial definition to the the head. It looks more like it's got a face built in rather than it's concealing a face. The colors look good. I like the way that it's composed. And it's just really funny to me that you can go back and find an artifact card that looks exactly like Iron Man. <laughs> Thank you, Arnie Sweekle, for your magic card art for the day. Now for your What's Good Online. What's Good Online today is something that a friend of mine has made up, and I follow it on Twitter first, but she brought to my attention that there's a little website with a bunch of these things to play around with. The Twitter account is TrendyPhraseGuy, at TrendyPhraseGuy. This is based on a very minor character in an old Pokemon game, Ruby and Sapphire, in one of the towns you could go talk to this guy and he would say that a particular two-word or short phrase was trendy right then. It's hip and happening. You could then go into, I think it's a fan club or something like that, and tell one of the other people a new trendy phrase. And the trendy phrase was made up of, you could put in two words from a big list of acceptable words. You couldn't just type in anything. They had lists of words pertaining to different categories. So you could name a Pokemon, you could have some common words, you could have some common move types, or words that were associated with Pokemon, like evolution or stones or something like that. And then when you told the people in the fan club about this hip new trendy phrase, the guy outside would eventually pick it up, and you could ask him about it, and he'd say, oh yeah, this is the coolest thing and cool. My friend Tara made a script to generate screenshots where this guy would say that a random trendy phrase was in right now. So she made this such that it would generate new trendy phrases on the hour, and that's what the Twitter account is about. This in and of itself is a lot of fun, because you get sometimes just absolute nonsense, like, listen, have you heard about this new probably egg? But then there's some weird ones where it feels, just by the law of large numbers, you get weirdly relatable ones, just by your mind-making associations. Like, I looked at this one and thought, oh, hey, Pokemon Go, I haven't played that in a while. And this one says, Digital Go. It's, like, so five minutes ago. Like I said, this thing makes new ones every hour, so it's fun just to see what it's come up with. However, there's also a website called barely.3lawscompliant.com, which is lovely. Tara's put this together, and it has a generator that makes these that you can refresh to get a new one. And it's got some other Pokemon toys to play around with. One of them is a random third-gen battle screenshot. Third generation is Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald again. And it randomly generates two Pokemon images, two Pokemon names, two levels, two current hit point totals, and then a randomly generated move and Pokemon in the text box. So you get very bizarre, incongruous screenshots of what would otherwise be a fine Pokemon battle. There's also one that takes the popular weird Twitter account Drill 
and turns it into a screenshot from the trendy phrase guy, which is bizarre, but can be hilarious. And a bunch of other toys that allow you to just play with the old style of Pokemon speech system. So if you've got nostalgia for those games like I do because those were my jam, you can go and find some of that fun again in a whole new way and in a new creative sense. That's barely.3lawscompliant.com, and the Twitter account is at TrendyPhraseGuy. Lastly, your Twitter good follow for today is Vondel Swain, at Vondel Swain, V-O-N-D-E-L-L-S-W-A-I-N. Vondel is an artist that I found when I backed Story War on Kickstarter. They did, I think, all of the art for Story War, which was gorgeous, and the character designs were beautiful. So I, if you can go and find their work on that, I highly recommend it. Since I've been following Vondel, their art has been changing and growing and learning. They have unique fascinations with certain parts of art. One of the cool things that I appreciate about Vondel is their unabashed love for the character design of the Cars franchise. They have a lot of sketches that relate to anthropomorphizing vehicles as well in really beautifully simplistic, symbolic ways. Every once in a while, they'll post up a digital painting where they've done a mock-up of a particular character in an environment that is part of vehicle design, and it's just so pleasant to see. They've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Vondel, and you can go through and see some of the posts that they make for the general public, and there are some posts that are only for patrons. So go and check that out, because there are a bunch of patterns and experimental stuff that I really liked. I recommend them for Twitter Goodfollow, though, because a lot of the stuff that they find is new and weird, and they take inspiration from a lot of places. They'll find something that's very celebratory of a particular aspect of art that I just had no idea existed before, and they'll bring it to the forefront, and now I have that, and I can get inspired by that too. In my experience, Vondel has always been about building up, never breaking down, and that's so heartening to see. I know I try and do that a lot in this show, and if you like this show, or if you like any of the weird stuff that I'm bringing to you, Vondel is an absolute joy in the same vein. Again, that's Vondel Swain at V-O-N-D-E-L-L-S-W-A-I-N. And that about wraps it up for today. You can find me on Twitter as at Frogger, P-H-R-A-W-G-E-R. I do link roundups of all the stuff that I talk about in the show on my Twitter, so go and check that out. Go find me if you want direct connections to any of the stuff that I talk about. The intro and outro song for Shots Fired is Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech. Again, thank you very much for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.